past the cranberries. Also have a mashed potatoes. Oh, the turkey looks great. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for being there. Thank you for loving me. Everyone's thanking the whole world. Thanking you. Thanking us for thanking you. Kill the turkey. Hey guys, this is Drunk and Uncultured. We are a drinking problem disguised as a podcast. Yep. And we're both sick. That is the thing that we are. Yeah, so you may not be able to recognize who is who. I think you sound more like yourself, so... Yeah, I still sound like shit, though. Yeah, but you sound like... You sound like real shit. I do not sound like myself. You're not as bad as me on the part two of the Women's (laughs) History Month, though. That one was bad. Yeah, that's fair. Um, So, yes, as you can tell, Stephanie and I are both sick. Um, I Chicago winters, baby. Yeah. It's not even winter. It's not, and it's just, like, going up and down temperature-wise. So, just warning, my voice is probably going to crack and whisper at some point. Um, I'll probably be sniffling and clearing my throat a ton. Um, But we're going to get through this, because this is an episode that we were really excited about doing. Yeah, we've uh, talked about doing this for a long time. Yeah. Um, We have a special guest on... If you didn't know from the The intro intro song. song. Um, (laughs) So, we didn't do this your first episode, so... Tell us your name. Yeah, we have a recurring guest, yeah. we should say. He's, this is we have his... a recurring guest, not just like a first-time guest. Yeah. So we didn't do this when you were on last because we came up with it pretty fucking recently. Uh, your name, your favorite, favorite beer, beer, favorite piece of pop culture, and some bizarro weird fact. Uh, okay, so, hey everybody, this is Joe Franke. Um, uh, my favorite beer, I would probably say, is Apex Predator by Off Color. Um, if you are outside of the Chicago area, I'm sorry, but, um, you need to get here and get some. It is delicious. Um, let's see. Favorite. Also, not a sponsor. (laughs) Hashtag not a sponsor. Pay me then. (laughs) Um, yeah. Favorite piece of media, I guess I'd probably say books by Brandon Sanderson because I love fantasy. Is he the one that... When that book came, you were, like, freaking out at the office. Yeah. yeah you were like, this yes. book is at home. <laughs> yeah. Just sitting there. It no. was the one that he refused to hang out with us because he was reading his book. Yeah. I just oh, like, oh, like, yeah. weirdo. Okay. I can't hang out with you guys. I gotta read my book. Yeah, it was. And also, I finished it in an airport, and I was sitting in the airport, like, reading the last chapter, like visibly having reactions to it and I was like if every if anyone in this airport looks at me they are going to think that I am having a legit panic attack because I I was I was gonna say it sounds like you were <laughs> yeah but you know yeah it's books man they're crazy okay weird um, fact weird fact um about myself god there are so many do you have like an extra tooth somewhere no <laughs> Do you have okay. an extra nipple? <laughs> Weird fact uh, about myself. Uh, I ripped my pants <laughs> once every year in high school. That's amazing. How? <laughs> you know, bending over, <laughs> falling down. Uh, 
you know, oh my gosh. pants ripping things. I was things. hearing the Spongebob episode song in my head. <laughs> yes. In O to Spongebob. <laughs> Solidarity with Spongebob. <laughs> you know, that, I, I want to say that episode came out. I feel like it might have been when I was in middle school. So before we get into the topic, let's talk about the beer of the week. Yep. Or, you know, two weeks. Cause we, beer of the episode. Yeah. So right now, we have got Swift IPA from Hopewell. It's a nice, solid, hoppy little IPA. It's nice and refreshing. Yeah, it's actually the only beer I like from Hopewell. I like Clover Club. Um, but yeah. Hopewell Lager, also gross. I don't like Hopewell Lager. They always no. have it at Beauty Bar for like four bucks. They yeah. used to have Clover Club on draft there. That Hope made me like, so happy. That beer's I mean, so good. That would be, yeah, that's definitely, I feel like, beers. the best. Yeah. They're kind of hit or miss, but this one's good. This is real good. Um, yeah, if you ever get a chance to go to Hopewell, that's a beautiful tap room, too. Yeah, there are dogs everywhere. There are dogs There are so many dogs. There's so many dogs there. Um, All right, so let's get into the topic. Yeah. Um, If you could not tell from the intro song that Joe so graciously did for us, um, we're doing Bob's Burgers today. Finally. Yeah, we've been talking about it forever. Yeah, because someone's schedule didn't work. Someone just, has, like, fake friends that he pretends are real. and like Someone just makes up names for friends. And, and makes up generic names I for I just friends. search most popular white people names and then say those. I'm hanging out with Jason uh, and Max and Jenny. Brittany. <laughs> uh, yeah, so. Took us a while to actually be able to sit down together. But we're all here, and we're all drinking, so we're going to do this thing. So, Bob's Burgers is an animated sitcom on Fox, and according to Wikipedia, it's also classified as musical television. Interesting. I mean, it makes sense. There's a lot of songs. There are a lot of songs. Uh, There's, I mean, they've put out an album. Is it even more than one at this point? I mean, I know I they I think have... they just have it. I thought it was like, on, when on the vinyl, it was like two pieces. You can buy that vinyl, yeah. Yeah, you can buy the vinyl. Yeah. They've got so many also, good songs. Also, I don't know if you guys know this, but you can buy a Rick and Morty vinyl, and it is 80 doll hairs. So how They're many actual monies is that? <laughs> what does that translate to? Sorry, it's like 160 doll hairs. Oh, okay. It's like $80. Sorry, where are you sourcing your doll hairs from? Because that conversion rate, a dollar a doll hair? Like uh, 80 cents a dollar? Oh, I thought you just. I only. Heard I thought you just said 160. Oh no, 160,000. I was like 50 cents a doll hair. Wow, dolls! You should charge more for dolls. <laughs> no, I mean, didn't Tracy Jordan ask for Tracy? Or Tracy Jordan? Tracy Jordan asked Jordan, for like yeah. a million doll hairs, and he's like, "That's not worth nothing. It's like forty thousand dollars or something." So I that's think he asked for a billion dollars. Well, that's the ratio: is a billion to forty thousand dollars. He does know his conversion rates for doll hairs. He dollars. set the conversion <laughs> rate for doll hairs. <laughs> I feel like Doll Hair Manufacturers International is probably the one setting that conversion rate. No, I think it's, it's Tracy it's Jordan. Tracy Jordan. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> All right, so this is just like a general overview. So Bob Belcher and his family own a burger diner in an unnamed seaside city. So it's presumed to be New Jersey, but for some reason in my head, I thought it was San Francisco. I also thought it was in California. I thought it, it was in like that it's New Jersey. It seems like trashy enough. Yeah, it's trashy enough. It's definitely New Jersey, yeah. but I think because it always looks so warm, I assumed Wait, it was California. I think there's a street called like Ocean Avenue. Yeah, yeah, I definitely thought you it know was New like Jersey Northeast. is also near an ocean. Yeah, but Ocean Avenue is in California, according to the yellow. According card to the song. yellow card song. 
If we're going by yellow card. If we're going by yellow card, the place off Ocean Avenue is Bob's Burgers. Technically, yeah. <clears throat> Anyways, so. <laughs> anyway. It's located in between It's Your Funeral, Home and Crematorium, and a constantly rotating vacant building, which is one of their, like. <coughs> Sorry. Uh, it's. The vacant building is one of their, like, running gags that we'll come back to a little bit later. Um, Bob's Burgers all sound really good, but based on bad luck, he struggles to get customers and is constantly battling with other restaurants in the area. And then, uh, yeah, let's talk about some of the characters. Okay, so I want to talk about my personal favorite. Okay. Louise. Because she's, like, the epitome of chaotic neutral. Joe understands that reference. (laughs) Yeah. I don't Absolutely. know if he agrees, but I think she's chaotic neutral. She is the youngest. I would say she's chaotic neutral. Yeah, I feel like that definitely applies. Yeah, she's like the youngest. Let's put all of these in. We're going to do an alignment chart. Yeah. Okay, continue. Um, so chaotic neutral, she is the youngest. Um, honestly, I think she's the most like strong-willed out of all of them. She is very... Um, um, she has like stubborn, yeah, stubborn. But she always has like a plan, yeah, and an idea that she's working towards, um, whether it be good or bad. She just does some crazy shit, and I love her because she's just like so because she's so chaotic and chaotic. Like it's just everything yeah. she does is really entertaining to me. Yeah. Um, and then every now and then, like you'll get a glimpse into like she puts up the strong front, and then you get a glimpse into like the little girl behind that front. And, like, when she loses her ears. Oh, yeah. There's an episode, like, she just loses herself completely. And, yeah. Like, every now and then you get, like, a glimpse into her, and it's it's kind of nice. So, like... I like when she has the fever dream. Yeah. Um, I think... I mean, she's my favorite character. She's yeah. just really interesting, and um, I res- she resonates hard with me. Describe a different character. Go. <laughs> uh, my favorite character, I'd say, has got to be Linda. Uh, I love her for... I, I think foremost, her songs, I mean, she just weaves. She, like, reminds me a lot of my own mom and that she's just, like, my mom sings all the time and, like, just taking things and, like, doing improv songs. And also just everything that she does, she, like, loves Bob so much and she loves her kids so much. Oh, Bobby. <laughs> he made your burgers and he made my babies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's got so many, like, relatable, like, quotes and things that she does and i love her wine obsession yeah yeah. she's just like a cool mom but like she wants to be a cool mom. she wants to be a cool mom she's not a cool mom she wants to be a cool mom she does and i like i think it's just like so i i think her doing all of those like everything that she does for the sake of the family is like so indicative of bob's burgers as a whole and why i like it and that it's really just like so. They all love each other so much, and it's so like. I mean, it's debatable if Louise loves them or not. No, I don't think that's true. No, I think she definitely. I mean, does. I think she does, but I think she pretends to not. Yeah, a lot, but I, I think also she pretends. Still to. debatable. But anytime, anytime that any of them run into trouble, right. She's always there, create, cooking up a scheme. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, another fun fact about Louise, and correct me if I'm wrong, but she is the only character. That is female. That is it's voiced, voiced by, by a woman. female. Yeah. yeah, by a woman. I mean, not the the only, only main, main character. character. Yeah, because yeah. it was like there's Gail who's voiced by Megan Mullally. Right. Um, only main character that is voiced by a woman. I also love Kristen Shaw. <laughs> yes, we all do. 
All right, Steph, pick a character. Okay, um, I'm going to describe Jean. So my favorite character is also Louise, but since we're going in a circle describing the characters, I'm going to go with Jean. He is the middle child, and his dream is to be a famous musician, <laughs> even though he's not great. I What I love about Jean, though, is how open he is about like his bodily... Oh, yeah, he's way like TMI to the max. He is. But he's also like... He's kind of chubby and, like, weird, and he embraces it, and I love that. Oh, he does. I do love it. Nobody makes fun of him for being weird. He's, like, fucking weird, and I love that. He is weird. He's just, like, a super bubbly personality. He's very much like Linda in that he's, like, way optimistic and uh, kind of all over the place. You guys didn't character line. Oh, that's true. Oh, um, Linda, I feel like, is chaotic good if I were to say that because she's just like you don't really know what she's gonna do but she's always like doing what she thinks is right right I mean you go back to like the the Christmas episode where everyone's been stealing the Christmas decorations and she just like gets up and like is trying to stop this party because she thinks it's thieves but then realize like oh wait these people are actually having a great time like let's yeah I'll just have a party because it's what people want and I love it. And so it's like, what she's doing is like, no one could have expected yeah, what she agreed. was going to do. But it is good. Overall, it's good. Yeah. I would almost say probably the same thing for Gene because he's always trying to do the right thing even though he's kind of a disaster doing it. Yeah. I feel like... I think... I feel like they're all of these characters all like the chaotic. Probably more true neutral. Genus. I would say he's more chaotic than true. Uh, no, yeah, he's he's chaotic. I feel like yeah. all of these characters because he just be he does just say some random shit. Uh, I don't think so. I disagree. I think Tina is. I think Tina's probably true neutral. If there's they don't talk about butts in the alignment system. So if there was like an alignment specifically to butts. Then Tina would be that, but since that doesn't exist, I'll agree with you. True neutral. I feel like, and I I would say Bob is like neutral good. Yeah. 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 Um, But what I was saying, um, Gene just kind of does some crazy shit. Like his his ideas are not to like... As well thought out as Louise's, but he's normally brought into the scenes and he takes the fall for a lot of things. His ideas are just like pure chaos. Oh yeah, they're absolutely (coughs) chaos. He'll just like randomly say something and just like, let's just do this. Like the, um, there's an episode, a Christmas episode where he like gets into a tub of beans, is it? Yeah. And he just like does shit like that. It's like, I'm just going to take a beaten bath. Yeah. I also just love him because the only thing you've seen him reference in a romantic manner is a stuffed manatee. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, he's just like, you never know what's going to happen yeah. with him. He falls deeply in love with the stuffed manatee. And it's like, he's not stupid because he admits at a point, he's like, I, I know it's a puppet, but I still, still love her. All right. I will do um, Tina next. I mean, everybody, I think Tina's probably like the most popular internet character. Uh, she like, does. On has, the internet. I on know. the internet, she is pretty great. Um, I mean, Tina's pretty great. Yeah. So Tina's just like this boy crazy. Teenage girl teenage going through girl, puberty. Yeah, going through puberty. Like, she's got some weird things going on. She's, she's real like, awkward. She's very awkward. She's out in love with everybody that pays attention to her. 
Which is honestly Mostly like Jimmy how Junior though. Jimmy Junior, but like that's how I was like in middle school or yeah. something. I was like if a guy paid attention, he'd be like, Oh my god, I had the biggest crush on him for like five minutes and it went away. Yeah. Um so like honestly like true true um representation of middle school ele- are they in elementary school? I think they're no, middle school. Middle, middle, school. middle school. Yeah. Middle school uh representation of girl. Very well done. Um also voiced by a man. But so originally, I think um, before they created Tina as a character, it was that voice actor was playing a guy. Got it. They yeah. had like a male character, and they thought it'd be more entertaining to switch it out for Tina. Got it. Yeah, I mean Tina does some really interesting things. Like she's her friend fiction is like my favorite thing oh ever. My God. She's also obsessed with horses. And um, is it the what is the thing where she writes the story about the zombies? Oh, the fan fiction about the zombies. Like yeah. Like the yeah. smut, essentially. All of her. Yeah. But like it's PG erotic smut. friend fiction. That's what it is. Erotic friend fiction. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she's just like the epitome of a girl going through some stuff, learning about who she is. Well, you know what I love about the show, though, is that people don't really... Like, there are some bullies in it, obviously, but like they let the kids be whoever they are. Yeah. And like people don't really make fun of them, and I like Yeah. That. I mean, I feel like people make fun of Tina a lot. I mean, people make fun of Tina, but it's like the family makes fun of Tina a lot. But There's also, not like a... T- they, there are bullies like uh, Tammy. Yeah, Tammy. Um, but they... They're not really in it all that much. Also, Tammy's kind of a disaster as Yeah, well, Tammy's so. kind of a disaster. Like, all of those <laughs> shitty does. people in it are like shitty on their own and everyone's like a, a mess. Yeah. Um, and I really like the fact that they are letting... Like, nobody's giving her a hard... People are giving her a hard time, but like... I don't know. It's kind of like more open about being who you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I feel like, and that's one of the things I love about Linda is that when, like, there's the episode where she has the erotic friend, tic- friend fiction. Uh, the episode is Bad Tina, um, and it's when it's the first episode that Tammy is in it. Yeah, because um, she it's when she first moves through the city, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's. Uh, like, it wasn't the right choice, but when Tammy steals the erotic friend fiction and threatens to read it out to the class, uh, Linda sits down with Tina and it's just like, you're creative, like, you're doing something that you love, go out and do it to the best of your ability. And in the moment, not the correct advice, but like, her her heart was in it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joe, you have one more character. Yeah, Bob. Oh, uh, Okay. So, the last, but certainly not least, is All Mr. Bob Berger himself. Mr. Bob Berger. <laughs> Daddy, you know my name isn't Berger, right? Yeah, it is Bob Berger. <laughs> Bob Belcher. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, so Bob is the, you know... Uh, the heart and soul and the really titular character <laughs> the, the Bob, grounding Bob Berger is the titular <laughs> character of the show the titular Bob Berger uh, he's like the grounding element of the show I mean he is I feel like definitely the most normal of them but in a world where everyone is absolutely insane his normal is still not that normal uh, he's great he <laughs> has worked in a restaurant his entire life. And his dad his, used to own a restaurant. Or his yeah. dad, I guess, technically does still own a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was, it's Bob's Diner. And so yeah. then he has the Sun Restaurant of Bob's Burgers. Um, 
Yeah, and he uh, he's a little crazy in that he uh, gives personalities to all of his food and or kitchen utensils and sometimes other things <laughs> like little soap things from when he was a kid. So they, there's an episode where they find a box of his toys from uh, when he was a child. It's, it's real sad. <laughs> What were the one of them was like a scrub pad? Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, one of them was like a soap, I think. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, but um, yeah, he uh, he's constantly trying to rein his family in, but pretty regularly gets brought further into. He rises to the rest of them as opposed to bringing them back down. Um, yep, that's a good way to describe it. Yeah, and it's great. He's. Got some uh, great punny names for his burgers. Mm-hmm. It's another running gag on the show is his, um, all of his, like, named burgers. Yep. Which yeah. we will come also to. Into. Yeah. He just loves puns. He does. I, he I, does I, love puns. In preparation for this, one of the things I watched was um, the uh, In Indecent Thanksgiving proposal, and it's like... He he gives his yearly Thanksgiving toast. Oh and yeah! Always, I've got a lot of stuffing to talk about, or stuffing to be thankful for. Um, yeah, just like he loves puns. He does. All right. You so, have um, to talk about. Well, I was gonna say so. Um, now that we've talked about, like you know, the main characters. Um, so this show premiered January ninth of twenty eleven, and it's currently in its ninth season, which is, I believe, on right now. Yep. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, the show has won two Emmys, and it's been nominated seven consecutive times for Outstanding Animated Series. So, the show's no joke. It's crazy. I like can't believe that it's already been nine seasons because it still seems so new. So new. But it's just, I feel like it's constantly fresh and yeah. that it's like such a, a heartwarming, like lift up show. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, there's so many shows where you're like, wow, this has been on. Because nine seasons is a long time, is, especially yeah. for comedies. And um, animated well, like, comedy like about this. it, usually it's like a season a year, but it's only been out for like seven years and they're at nine seasons. So like, there's a point where they did like two seasons in a year. Yeah. Which I mean, it makes sense. They only do like. Like 15 episodes or so per season. Yeah, that is a little... For like a network show. Yeah. I feel like usually... Yeah, I mean... Those can so be I'm, in the 20s. I'm taking a look now. And season 2 only had... 9 episodes. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, season 1 had like 13. And then after that, they started doing like 20 episodes. Oh, okay. So I think in the beginning, it was like shorter seasons. Interesting. It is surprising though that they have, because I feel like the release schedule is like really intermittent. Like, yeah. They, I never really know when it's airing, because it's like, they'll air like three weeks in a row, then take a month break, <laughs> yeah. and then another four or five episodes. Yeah, I mean, I didn't know it was back on until you mentioned it to me. Yeah, when we started planning for season. this. Yeah, I had yeah. no idea that it had been on. Like, I was just watching it on Hulu this morning. Yeah, I just go to Hulu, and it's like, every once in a while, it'll be like, watch a new episode. I'm like, great, let's strap in. Also, Hulu, not a sponsor, but would like to have them sponsor us. <laughs> Again, if anyone wants to give us money, we'll talk about you. <laughs> we will absolutely talk about you. I'm not going to get any of this, but for them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, like we said earlier, the show's got a lot of really good, like, recurring, like, gags and mm-hmm. just recurring bits that are really good so 
The first one we're going to talk about is in the opening sequence, there is a vacant building that is constantly like a rotating storefront that's next to the burger shop. So um, we pulled a list of some of our favorites. Uh, everyone want to go in a circle and say what their favorite? I got to look it up again. <laughs> sure, I can start. Uh, so my favorite storefront, I mean, we like look through a list of this, but I, I think my favorite is the most recent, which I mean, just goes to show constantly coming up with new great jokes. Uh, the storefront was, you make my seams come true, a tailoring and dream interpretation <laughs> shop. Uh, I mean, I love hauling outs. My boyfriend is a tailor. Really, it hits home in a lot of ways for me. It's a peak next door signage for me. I think my favorite um, is Jeans of the Stone Age. <laughs> the Jean Outlet. I think that's in season eight. Hold on, I can tell you. Yeah, Jeans of the Stone Age, vintage denim. Um, it's the end of season eight. So, so mine is from season three, and it's. Um, called butt stuff underwear outlet <laughs> and like there was a sign in the front that was a men's brief um and i think i like that one mostly just because it was like one of the first ones i realized that when they they did like some sexual humor yeah and just like general adult humor in the show that like you don't really catch unless you look for it oh and i just found Lindsay another loves butt stuff <laughs> <laughs> um i found another really good one that made us laugh really hard when we saw it um drastic measures extra long tape measures <laughs> so yeah I think that's they do a lot of they do a good job with like these weird ass puns Mm -hmm. and it's constantly rotating it's become like an easter egg to like track all of these um they have the the show really is so good they have so many like recurring jokes that are like little one off gags and it's I feel like because, like, there's a lot of animated shows that kind of have one in there. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you've got the Simpsons couch gag. Yeah. In, like, Futurama, yeah. they always have, like, like a tagline. Yeah, the tagline. Um, yeah, so it's, like, that's, like, a, a normal animated thing. But they really double down on it. And they have such creative... Well, they do two as well. They every, do three, normally. Episode. So, um... We've mentioned the opening sequence one. They do the ending sequence is normally always oh, different yes. and I the burger of the one. day. Yeah. So we what did we find? That list. So let's, let's talk burger of the day because this was another fun. We had a fun let's time talking talk about this. Burger of the day. So um, as you guys probably that watch the show know, Bob likes to create a new burger every day just to spice things up a little bit. And it's always got a real good punny name. And this list came out in 2015. So this is a really old list. And it's 149 special burgers ranked by their puns. Is the name of this list from Thrillist. And uh, so in March of 2015, there was 149 burgers. I can only imagine how many there are now. Mm-hmm. Probably, I mean, uh, 60 more of them. Probably, If yeah. we're going like 20 episodes a season, then... <laughs> I guess it, it could go. I don't know if the season was I like. I think they do multiple ones a se- on episodes. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes, yeah. It's not distinctly one yeah. for one. Because I, I know the, the magic episode, they have like three of them. Right. All right. So, anyone want to pick a name for one that they really liked? 
I feel like my favorite, uh, just because I kind of like anti-jokes, has got to be the Say It Ain't Cilantro burger. <laughs> and the, ty- like the, it's the name of the burger is Say It Ain't Cilantro. And then it says, Sir, not served with cilantro because cilantro is terrible. <laughs> okay, you're just naming it based off of giving no information about the burger. He, just, um, he came up with a pun and yeah. wanted to. <laughs> Look, I, I have the pun. I got to work backwards from there. That I'm reminds not putting me cilantro of the, on uh, this, though. whole lot of fennel, not like no time. Oh, it's yeah. like yeah. served with fennel, not with time. Yeah. Um, my favorite ones are the ones like Louise does. Mm-hmm. <coughs> like the child molester burger. That one, that's in the first episode. Yeah. And then she does like, a foot feta-ish burger. Um... Hers are always just like so ridiculous and over the top, and I think they're those are my favorites. I think my favorite one is the the oh, excuse me. I think my favorite one is actually at the top of this list, and it's from the one of the first Halloween episodes they did. It's from the Fortnite where they get locked in the fort, yeah. and it's the cauliflowers coming or cauliflowers, <laughs> the cauliflowers cumin from inside the house burger it comes with cauliflower and cumin. <laughs> Um, the other running gag that we mentioned was the ending sequence. They put a lot of work into these, like, ending sequences. Yeah, because, I mean, they're always, it's it's full animated. It's fully Fully animated, animated. and it's always, um, Bob. Bob's cooking, and the kids are doing something that's usually related to the episode. Well, sometimes the kids are helping, and then some, usually Linda's out front serving, but they'll, like, change, she'll be, like, through the window. Yeah. And it's, like. The kid, it'll it'll change up every yeah. episode. What's going on? There's a lot of stuff that goes in that's tied to the episode. Yep. Sometimes like, there's like a song. Yeah, I do like when there's a song. Yeah, I feel like yeah, they really like throughout the course of the series they've stepped it up because in the first couple seasons, like occasionally they would do something in the end, but a lot of times I think they it was realized. More like, I mean, if you think about it, most shows save on animation costs by like having the same intro, obviously the yeah. same outro, but they have to take the time to create a new intro every time. Yeah. Or not, like, every time, but, like, they have a They have to the modify the intro. Modify. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And same with the outro. And it's just, it's insane to me how much work that they put into the show when, like, a lot of other shows are just kind of, like... Well, now it's gotten to the point, I was going to say, they've realized, like, in the beginning they didn't do it as much, but they've realized, I think, over time that people really like it. Right. And so that's why they've been doing more of it as mm-hmm. the sh- I think they've also realized, like, it's an opportunity to... Add like a joke in, like yeah, absolutely. It's a it's a funny show, like it's a comedy show, and there's an opportunity in the beginning and the end of shows that people don't really utilize for comedy. Yeah, and they've realized that they can do that. Yeah, and they do, which is kind of cool. Um, I didn't I didn't make a list of my favorite. There is also another. There's one episode which I think is really cool. I think it's. I I don't I think it's a brunch episode, but like it utilizes a bunch of different animation styles. Oh yeah, because it's it's like a fan made. They had yeah. um, they had they had people submit fan art yeah. or maybe fan just animation. Like, yeah. yeah, and so they took those styles and turned. Oh them yeah, into I remember that. that. Which I thought was a really cool episode because like as the episode goes through, it changes art styles, and I think it tells like that says the person underneath. Yeah, because I remember um, when that episode came out, I, I like go on the Bob's Burgers subreddit, mm-hmm. and they like had the. Like, the artists were like, hey guys, like, this episode is coming out tonight, like, look at my art, here's the piece that inspired it, and it was, like, really cool, because, I mean, it was, like, it wasn't, like, just, it was, like, a real thing that they did, that, like, took, because they have such, 
I feel like a really entrenched community that like loves the show because it's so I mean just like wholesome and good and so people are like putting all of this media toward it and they like you know gave back to the fans in a way Mm -hmm. by doing this and it was like I mean honestly I I gotta say I did not like the episode but I appreciate the thought like the plot of the the actual episode wasn't funny it wasn't that great yeah but But the the idea behind it yeah the way that they did the episode was really cool to see like as it was going through it changed different art styles like Mm -hmm. every 30 seconds or so and Mm -hmm. it was it was just really cool um some of the art styles were like insanely different and like very odd yeah um but it was awesome i really like i really like that i like how i like the community that they built and the fact that they give back to the community yeah and like really embrace it well Mm -hmm. i think the thing that's really sets this show apart from other like adult animation shows a lot of them are like beyond like the simpsons and even the simpsons can be kind of like vulgar mm-hmm. uh-huh. so like obviously our comparison point is like south park mm-hmm. family guy american dad like all shows i don't really i don't like any of them i don't like, I don't any, like of any of those shows and then like archer is up there i mean i like archer but, but that's like a, total, like a kid's show no that this is a show that like kids i think can this one appeals to both yeah. adults and kids because right. There was actually a long time where I did not watch the show, and like I, I didn't start it watching Tumblr. it until probably two, three years ago. I yeah, just I binged I it all on it Hulu like two years ago. Yeah. I would see it on like Tumblr, and I mm-hmm. I see like gifs of Tina or yeah Tina, and I'd be like, this doesn't seem like a great show. And I don't remember who it was, but I, like, I literally just started watching it. So this is actually really great. I'm, I'm mad at myself for not yeah having watched this and just binged it. Yeah, I feel like it's it's really kind of up at the forefront of what I feel like is sort of more wholesome television that like, because it's like there's so many like shitty things going on in everyone's life and it's just like, I feel like such a nice like respite to kind of be able to go into this show and just be like, wow, here's a family that sure has some dysfunction, but like really like loves each other, cares about each other, is constantly in their own like weird dysfunctional ways trying to support each other. Yep. And like it it just is so nice because it's it's yes, it's got like some adult humor, like things that they're putting into the puns, but like I feel like it is something that you could probably watch with kids. Well, I think the adult humor is specifically there for adults. I think that like kids wouldn't necessarily get like the puns on the for the burgers, there are a lot of puns that kids would not get. Yeah. So like I think there are different things for adults versus kids. So Things that like adults are gonna notice because they one they're gonna look for it and see it and mm-hmm. two like they're gonna get they're gonna get the references, but like it's still a kid show at the end of the day, and so like I I don't have kids obviously, but like I wouldn't feel bad like letting <laughs> obviously kid, I wouldn't feel bad letting a kid watch this with me like I I don't it's like Archer or any of the shows that Stephanie mentioned I. I'd feel awful if a kid no. was watching it. Yeah, but I like would not this, have a kid watch that with me. But like this show, I I could watch with a kid. Yeah, if I were babysitting someone or something like yeah. that, um, and not feel bad about it. And I really like it's like we talked about this with Shrek, where like there are a lot of adult jokes that you don't realize, and that's why it's appealing to adults and kids because yeah. it's like kids can watch it. But and I think that's not get, I think part of that's why this show's been so successful too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because it's not, like, something that's just relying on, like, vulgarity for, like, right. shock value humor. It's, like, the characters are really well, like, crafted mm-hmm. and all have their own, like, funny quirks. Yeah. And, and they keep to the those quirks, too. It. Yeah, it's they're, not like, they're very consistent, they're, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. the characters are very consistent. That's a good way to put it. And I think the adult jokes in it are not... 
they're not like there's not a ton of them like it's yeah it's obviously meant for kids but mm-hmm. there are a few things that go for adults and it's not like overwhelmingly adult jokes it's like every now and then here's an easter egg for the parent watching it or like the older person watching it mm-hmm. yeah and i think that one of the things that really helps it be so consistent in the characterization is that like really the characters are just the comedians that voice them Agreed. and then they like they're like okay what if you were a teenage girl or yeah. like a preteen girl mm. or whatever because like i like i kristen shawl is a hundred percent louise like everything i've ever seen her in Oh, yeah. Dan Mintz is 100% yeah. Tina. Yeah. Eugene Meerman. Like, there is not a difference between you. Like, if you animated Eugene Meerman's stand-up, it would just be a Gene-focused episode of Bob's Burgers. It's exactly, like, what they do. I think the only comedian that I think really changes a lot for this is uh, John Richards. I'm John Roberts, who plays Linda. Um, cause he's like, uh, cause he's the only like, you know, the, the male actor playing a female right. where it's like Dan Mintz, he's not affecting a female voice at all. He is just speaking Talking. in the way that he normally yeah. speaks. Yeah. Um, whereas John Roberts is doing like a, a, a female, female voice version, and yeah. doing a character as Linda. I actually, so I watched, um, a video of them all sitting together and they were like, they were doing an interview and... Um, one, the first question that they were asked was like, it was to Chris and Shaw, and they were like, how do you feel about being the only woman? She's like, it's a very sore spot for me. Um, but they also gave them, um, like a scenario and they were like, act this out, like the characters. And it was just so natural for them. Like it was just a completely ridiculous scenario and they just went over the top and they were all just like talking, having fun. And I think that's also the reason that the show is so good because it feels like, like like you mentioned, like they are their characters Mm -hmm. and they, it's just so natural for them. It seems like it's just like an everyday thing and they're, they all seem, they all have great chemistry, which I mean, I I don't think they're probably, they're probably recording separately. No, actually that's one of the things about Bob's Burgers that I think is really like, does so much for this is that most animation is recorded where each person records their own lines separately and then they bring them all together but these guys record all together yeah they actually are all in the same room recording them together i didn't know that i think that that works that's what i get from it i assumed it wasn't but i get that from it um and because like they all have such great chemistry Mm -hmm. it feels like they build on each other so well yeah so like when Luis, tina and uh gene are going like off the deep end, like, completely ridiculous scenarios, it feels like they're just building off of each other's energy, and it makes Mm -hmm. sense that they record together, which I didn't know. Yeah. No, because I, uh, that was one of the things that they talked about in the, because for, for those of you listening, I've actually, I saw Bob's Burgers live when I came to Chicago a few years ago, um, and it was an awesome thing to see as a fan of the show, um, because it was basically, they all did... Uh, like a 10 minute stand up set all the main characters and then they did a uh, like a read of an episode that hadn't come out yet and it was I think that was really because like Gene hadn't been one of my favorite characters before I saw that but then really like seeing Eugene Meerman do stand up and realizing that like that kind of absurdist humor was like just who he was and sort of the comedic voice that he had I felt like it added so much to that and all of them were really 
like just so true to sort of the characters that they were doing like weird and kooky things that like you can see it's like yes there's a, like a little bit of a bench of their own voice in there as like not the characters but if like i said if they animated the stand up that they were doing like you could just put that into an episode and you would totally buy it got it mhm but yeah they talked about uh the fact that they all recorded in the same space together and that that was like something that was yeah pretty unique for animated shows and also like something that really helped them kind of play off of each other and allowed like the their comedic like timing to Mm -hmm. really shine in all of it yeah i think a lot of the jokes do come from the timing too so that definitely like it definitely helps that they do that yeah so while you guys were talking about that um i just remembered and i thought about it when i mentioned archer earlier the bob's burgers and archer crossover (laughs) Yeah. Wait. You didn't know this was a thing? So, the the reason they did this is because H. John Benjamin, who voices Bob, also is the voice of Archer. Right. So, like, they no, made I, I, a I hear lot of jokes I, yeah. about, like, that they're the same person. Yeah, because they do a whole episode of Bob's Burgers in the Archer animation style. Yeah. And it's, like, the plot of the episode is that, like... Or actually, is it an episode of Archer? It's Archer. There's a, there's an episode of Archer where he like wakes up and they're like, is so yeah. and he Honestly, thinks he's Bob Belcher. I think I've I've seen that episode, but it was before I started watching Bob's Burgers. Oh, okay. So I don't think I got it. Yeah, no, okay. it's just literally an episode of Archer where got Archer it. wakes up and thinks he's. Bob Belcher running a burger restaurant. I have to watch that. Yeah, yeah he like wakes up. It's like waking up from amnesia. And yeah, like, where am Wait, I? Wait, is this Archer Nice? Because that happens, in, or Archer Dreamland. I think no, I think no, it's in the main it's, the main series. Yeah, it's I think like, it's oh. like maybe it's just right season. before Archer Vice. Yeah. Let's talk about. We were talking about this earlier, so I think it's gonna be fun. Uh, the Halloween costumes. Yes, let's. So, Bob's Burgers does the Halloween episode. They do all kinds every, of seasonal episodes every season, at least almost every season. Yeah, the holiday episodes are fantastic. Yeah. yeah, and I feel like really. I mean, we're we're gonna talk about Halloween, but just as a quick shout out to like probably being the we most consistent the Thanksgiving. We can talk about the other ones we too. Talk about the other ones. Yeah, let's okay. talk about let's talk about the Thanksgiving one for now. We'll come we'll circle back to Halloween. Yeah. I like in terms of seasonal episodes, I think they are probably like the most consistent, like quality Thanksgiving yeah. things that have ever existed. Because I feel like What are your favorite Thanksgiving episodes? Uh, the one f- where they keep the turkey keeps ending up in the toilet. So it's turkey in a can. I yeah. think so. My favorite's got to be. I mean, if you couldn't tell from the intro song, it's an indecent Thanksgiving proposal where they all go and be the family of M- Mr. Mr. Fish Odor. Um, yeah, and then Bob gets drunk on absinthe and yeah, just keeps yeah. trying to like hijack everything. And Mr. Fish Odor is trying to get like he hires them so that he can get home wrecked by this woman. Oh, great so, episode. mine is Dawn of the Peck. It's the Pecking Order episode. Oh, yeah. Where um, Linda, like, the, the turkeys are, like, taking over everything because of Mr. Fish Odor. <coughs> and Linda has, like, peck a turkey <laughs> to, to rise up in the Pecking Order ranking. <laughs> she just, and like, the, full body slamming her sure face into turkeys. A, I'm pretty sure Bob is, like, on drugs or something that episode. Like, he's... Bob gets fucked up a lot. He got, yeah. I'm pretty sure he got fucked up because he went to the grocery and like 
nobody's there. Just a bunch of turkeys, and he's like buying stuff and like doesn't notice any of this. And I think I think maybe he went to the dentist or he was like on an anesthetic or something like that. I can't remember exactly what it is, but yeah, he was just fucked up. <laughs> okay, so not related to Thanksgiving, but I was watching one of the newer episodes earlier, and they eat weed cookies on accident. Have you seen this episode yet? No. Oh my god, it was so funny. Like Steve and I were dying watching it. Is this the new season? I think so. So they go see their accountant, and oh, they, oh no, has, I yes, have I seen have that. that. Yeah. The weed, they have the weed yeah. cookies. <laughs> yeah, because doesn't the that. accountant eat it too? And yeah. they like hate the accountant, and so they're like, and they're like oh, whispering god. about how much they hate him in yeah. front of him. Yeah. <laughs> oh my! And Linda just keeps going tape fingers and like yeah. running up and down their faces. Well, it was also like they ate like eight or nine cookies too. She was like, <laughs> Linda's, she like they find out it's weed, and she was like, I'm just gonna have another one. <laughs> I would eat another one. And like they call the uh, Jean and Luis are home and they like <coughs> mess with that one like bully kid that yeah. they don't like. And he's like trying to force them to put their heads in his armpits. It's the episode he's trying to get them to come out of the apartment. Yeah. The ha- yeah. And so Bob calls Jean and Jean's like and afterwards he's like, he definitely knew I was high. <laughs> <laughs> I think he didn't hang up the phone before saying that. Too. I know it was just oh. so funny. Oh, that, that one, that I, one I laughed so hard. I forgot about that, that one. God. But sorry, go back to Thanksgiving because I had to bring that up. No, I forgot about that one. That one was good. Yeah, but I uh, in for the what's the name of the episode you mentioned? The can, turkey, turkey in a can. Turkey in a can. I think one of my favorite uh, elements in that is just like Bob keeps going back to buy turkeys, and so the, and the deli guy counter guy. That he's <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, you're just a sloppy bear. I can't. I can't. Oh, I've got a friend for you. Let me. Also, just, I love how like, like, like no, I shouldn't. Oh, but there, maybe. that's not the first time that a guy's been into Bob. Like Bob <laughs> is somehow super attracted to the gay, gay community. But I like that he's like, oh, I'm seeing someone. That Bob's like, oh, okay. And then the guy's, like, <laughs> the guy's like, well, maybe we should grab a drink. <laughs> God. Because <laughs> Bob, like, doesn't, like... He doesn't just... pick up on the hit. Like, yeah. he doesn't get it. No. And then it's, like, when he finally <coughs> does, it's, like, too far. And the fact that they're just, like, don't buy it to the point that Bob is just, like... Because, like I said, Bob, like, rises to the occasion of yeah. the crazy of everyone else. Yep. That he's just, like, oh, I, I'm a part of this now. I, I gotta... Do I call him? Do I not? No. Yeah. I'm, I'm married. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. All right, let's go to um, Christmas episodes. Um, I don't know what it's called, but it's the one where Linda keep, puts the Christmas tree up the day after Halloween. <laughs> oh, the tree. Oh, kids, go stand by the tree. I think that's the first Christmas episode they did, I, right? I think it is, yeah. <laughs> the tree dies. Because <laughs> they get. I feel like they get like four trees. Yeah, they get four different trees. Oh, yeah, is that Hold the on, where... let me see what that one's called. Um, yeah, because I remember that uh, when I saw them live, John Roberts was talking about like how that character was is a hundred percent based off of his own mother, oh, and yeah. like the his own mom would say like, "Oh, honey, go stand by the tree. Everybody, take a picture next to the tree." And also, like, I guess Linda as a whole is kind of based off of his own mother, but like that, <laughs> the like stand by the tree is very like specifically a memory that he has of Oh his. my god, no, I changed my mind. God rest ye merry gentle mannequins is my favorite episode. That is great. The one where they have, like, the guy thinks he's like a man, he's like a window mannequin. 
<coughs> There's some good Christmas episodes. So I forgot mine, about these. Mine is The Bleakening, which is, if you know me, of course it's The Bleakening. <coughs> so, in that episode, it's basically Krampus, but they call it The Bleakin. Oh, and yeah. it's like, The Bleakin kidnaps kids that are, like, bad, and uh, all the Christmas decorations keep getting stolen, and turns out it's, like, for this rave in the gay community that, like, Linda and they all end up finding and uh, that's the episode that Teddy goes inside of, like an inflatable doll. Oh yeah, or like an inflatable snowman, I think, to like watch what's happening and see who's stealing the decorations. And then Bob gets in there with him. <laughs> and meanwhile, Linda um, and the kids are at like a rave that's like decorated super Christmassy and like just partying. So I found that episode I was talking about. It's called Christmas in the Car. Christmas in a car. It's the yeah. one where their tree keeps dying, so they have to go get a Christmas tree on New Year or on New Year's Eve on Christmas Eve. Yeah, I think that might be my favorite Christmas. Episode. I go back and forth between that one and then the mannequin one because that one's so funny. That is great because it's like, was he actually a mannequin? <laughs> Do we know? And then there was a, there was a Christmas episode in this newest season. Not yet. Yeah, I watched it this morning. The Blinking Egg. No, no. That was season eight. Uh, or no, maybe this wasn't this uh, most current season, but last gingerbread house on the left where they were in the gingerbread house building competition. It's yeah. Mr. Fishoder and like all his rich friends. And then oh, Bob. that was like two seasons ago. Yeah, so like the bleakening is the most recent Christmas right. episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was no, right I know which one you're talking about though. Where like he had a bet. <coughs> that he wanted well so like the loser has to like he just didn't want to lose right like, Mr. Fishoder didn't yeah, want to lose yeah and Bob lose. was supposed to enter so that he would lose yeah yeah um alright so let's go back to Halloween yeah favorite Halloween costumes favorite Halloween costumes again I think it's probably this year for me and this one was Jane's uh, yeah. Andre 3000 the giant yeah <laughs> like, I was gonna just... say that's probably my favorite so great. Um, I think my favorite is uh, Full Bars, where um, it's the one where Bob and Linda go to Teddy's Halloween party, and Jean is dressed up as Queen Latifah. <laughs> Specifically in her UNITY phase. But yeah, I think that that's, that's my favorite costume, I think, is Jean is Queen Latifah. Tina is the mummy mommy, and then uh, Louise is Edward Scissorhands. So, my, f- I have two favorites, and they're both Louise. <coughs> One is when Louise is the driver from Drive. What, didn't she say that she's Ryan Gosling from the Drive yeah, movie poster? She said the Drive movie trailer. Because Drive had it come no, out it yet. Had come out yet. It was like, she like did this entire thing, and it was like the Paramount, whatever movie, it's like trailer, uh, whatever, like production film trailer. Uh, and then also Luis was the dragon with the girl tattoo. And Linda was like, oh, you're switching it up. She goes, what are you talking about? Because <laughs> she didn't know who was the girl with the dragon tattoo. I do love, like, <laughs> they really let Louise, like, kind of play with that, like, the age-appropriate references. And that, like, she talks about Game of Thrones all the time. And she's there always like, have you... Have you seen Game of Thrones? It's like, no, never. I don't know what you're talking about. These are all original ideas. <laughs> Oh my god, I love Louise so much. I, so, I cannot like explain to you how much I love her character. She's so funny. The line that is for, about the drive is, I'm Ryan Gosling from the major motion picture trailer That's what it was. Drive. 
<laughs> That's what it was. And that is from the episode Tina and the Real Ghost. It's where she has Jeff She has a the crush ghost. on the ghost. Oh, Jeff the I ghost forgot boyfriend. about that. I just love how susceptible everyone else is in that. She's like totally like, like starts it out as a way to like be better than other people and then everyone else buys it and then she then oh. goes in and buys it like the story that well, like, she started everybody else is like friends with the ghost and like she's trying to win him back yeah it's a good <laughs> and, thing that she made up like, and knows is made all up. of the friends are like super into it and then like Jean and <coughs> Louise are like mm, this is <laughs> also I feel like the <coughs> Tina witch the sandwich one yeah, yeah. where she's dressed as this is the witch in a sandwich yeah yeah that's also one of the best Billy Eichner uh, cameos because I love Billy Eichner's um, librarian there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's so. I funny. just love Billy Eichner. Well, now that we're on the topic of cameos, let's oh, talk yeah. about cameos. Let's talk so, about our favorite guests, like appearances, because there's been so many like celebrity guests that have come on. Yeah. So I mean, I guess I'll, I'll keep true. There's three uh, pages. I, I feel like Billy Eichner is one of my favorite. As a librarian. Uh, as a librarian. Like, he's so funny every time that he comes on. Starting out in Topsy, when he is, like, trying to give them clues to... About Thomas Edison. Yeah. Like, don't look at this book. Don't look at it. Topsy's such a good episode. Yeah. It's so great. And I think Billy Eichner, like, his character in that is so funny to me. I think my favorite guest appearance is when Bill Hader is, like, the bank robber guy. Mm-hmm. He's Mickey the bank robber. I love that they keep bringing... Like, there's so many of them that you think are one-off characters and they keep bringing them back. Because yeah. Mickey's been in, like, three episodes Yeah, now? don't they have the one episode where he's in prison? Or is... I'm thinking, um, that's the biker guy. That's not Mickey. Yeah. Because they, it, Mickey, they've got the first episode where he's robbing the bank. Yeah. And then the second episode where he comes and he, like, stays in their basement. Yeah. And he's only staying in their basement to then try to rob that bank again. Yeah. And then he was just... I In a more recent episode, I can't remember what it was about, but he, yeah, I think it was in the, the most recent season that he's come back for an episode. Yeah, but that one... I, Bill Hader does a good job with that, and then I also really like um, that Jenny Slate is Tammy. Mm-hmm. I was going to bring up Jenny Slate as Tammy. Tammy. Wow. I feel like that's not like... She's not a guest star at this point. No, like, she's, she's in a, enough, but... Well, it's like Aziz Ansari's character. Yeah, Aziz Ansari, he's mm-hmm. not a guest star. <coughs> he's on this list as like a celebrity guest, but uh, his character is really good, too. Yeah. So, um, is it Jack McBrayer? Is that how you say it? Yeah. Yeah. He um, is in, he's like, he voices multiple characters, so he voices two of the characters in Voice for Now. Oh, really? Yeah, so Kevin and Leslie in Voice for Now episode. Who voices Kevin Boo-Boo? and Leslie? Isn't it uh, Max? Max Greenfield. I think that's his name, right? Green something. He's from, uh, he's Schmidt from. Yep. And then the Girl. most recent episode that Jack and Breyer did was um, somebody named Trip. In the taking of fun ta- family fun time, I think is what it's called. Um, so I, I think one of the most important things about Bob's Burgers is just the all of the music. music. Yeah. It's so good, and I feel like it's both like you know they have like well written songs that are like planned out, but then also just like improv songs 
that are fantastic. And so I think if I were to pick my favorite, it's got to be the intro song, the Thanksgiving song, where Linda is singing about everything. I, I just love... Love that they're giving a shout out to an underrepresented holiday, and also it's so good. Honestly, though, like Thanksgiving is my second favorite holiday, so I don't think it's underrepresented. But I guess it's it. my third favorite holiday. Yeah. Christmas is third for me. My yeah. second favorite is my birthday. Oh, are we calling? If we're counting birthdays, then it's third. It's yeah, that's what I'm saying. Birthday it's counts. Like as Halloween holiday. and my birthday, and like Thanksgiving, yeah, same. And yeah, yeah. Got it. I think Thanksgiving is probably my favorite holiday, and then Halloween, and then... Okay, don't... <laughs> so the point is not good for the podcast listeners. <laughs> uh, uh, Lindsay just pointed at the door saying, get the fuck out of here if Halloween's not your favorite holiday. <laughs> yeah, alright. I mean, I love Halloween, but also I love eating, so... Yeah, you so eat much... candy on Halloween, yeah, but I like savory foods more. If you had corn <laughs> casserole, fucking corn casserole, bitch. I don't have corn casserole. Shut up. <laughs> I don't do corn casserole. I don't know what that is. Kill yourselves. <laughs> I'm Canadian and not white, so I don't know what corn casserole. What do Canadians eat on Thanksgiving? Well, Canadians celebrate Thanksgiving in October. Yeah, and the same stuff. Anyways, let's get back to okay, this. Okay, so <laughs> I think my favorite song is probably. <laughs> Bad stuff happens in the bathroom. <laughs> when Bob gets glued to the toilet. Yeah. Yes, because Louise try puts super glue on the toilet to try and prank Jean. Yep. And then Bob goes and uses the toilet. And the entire song's about how Bob's trying to get off the toilet to go to... Um, the interview, right? The interview. I forget the name of the magazine, but there's like a magazine coming to interview him. It's essentially like their version of food and wine, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's like Louise trying to not feel guilty about it. So it's a great song. Mine is the bad girls theme. Um, Yours, your favorite's not I Love You So Much It's Scary? Oh, okay, yeah. So I Love You So Much It's Scary um, by Boys For Now because it's like their version of World For Mitza. But also bad girls theme. Bad girls theme is great. Mostly because Annie Clark's a goddess. Right. That's really the reason. <laughs> That's the reason. Um, all right, let's go to... Oh, real quick, though. I think we got an honorable mention, Topsy. Oh, Electric Love. Electric Love and Oil Spill. Yeah. Yeah. Those are other... Great. I mean, like, in terms of, I feel like, production value, because, like, so much of the music is, like, improv, or, like, you know, they take it as an improv and then build on it. it. But, like, Electric Love is, like... I feel like a fully produced, well-made song that's also so funny. It's yeah. so good. All right, any more topics? Uh, yeah, we have to say our favorite episodes. Oh. It's very important. Well, I guess I'll start off on this then, because if we're... While the Thanksgiving song is my favorite song, and I feel like Topsy's probably my second favorite song, but episode as a whole, I gotta give Topsy the number one because it's the like introduction of Billy Eichner's librarian character. It's so funny to see like the love affair between Gail and Mr. Fish Odor. Um, and again, this is another recurring theme. I love Gail because she's voiced by Megan Mullally, and I talked about that in the other episode that I was on. Yep. But Megan Mullally is unbelievable, and it's all so funny. And then also almost killing Tina. Oh, yeah. 
So yeah. one of my favorites is from like the first season, the crawl space episode. Mm-hmm. That's like where, the second episode, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. Where Bob pretends to get stuck in the wall um, so he can avoid Linda's family. Um, that one, I would say, with the bleakening is one of my favorites. Um, Beef Squatch is also really funny. It's the one where Bob is auditioning for a cooking segment on the local news show. Is that the one um, where Linda's like flashing? Yeah. Everyone? yeah. Boopity, 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 boop. And it's the one where like Gene is tagging along in the burger costume with a Sasquatch mask mm-hmm. and he becomes like famous for it. Um, <laughs> he, he trades somebody uh, breakdancing lessons for the Sasquatch yeah. mask. Um, yeah, I think those are my favorites. Um, okay, so I think my favorites are, um, the Fortnite, so the episode where they get stuck in the box fort on Halloween. Mm -hmm. Millie is fucking crazy. Millie is fucking crazy. Um, I also would have to say, you are not invited to this, sir. (laughs) Uh, turkey in a can. It's one of my favorites, Thanksgiving mm-hmm. episode. And then um, I think my favorite as of recently, because I watched it for the first time today, or maybe I've seen it before, but I did not remember seeing it before today, is Large Brother Where Fart Thou. <laughs> it's the episode where Linda and Bob have weed yeah. cookies. <laughs> I think that's a newer episode. It's season seven. Really? I feel like oh, I recently I just watched looked, it. I, I just watched it today for the first I time. It, it aired like in 2016. Months, like a month ago. Um, we also forgot the Odor Games. Oh, the Odor Games are so the good. Odor games. Yeah. That's one of my favorite episodes. There's so many good episodes. It's so hard to pick, uh, like, favorites. I, but I, I could literally there, watch that weed cookie episode a hundred times. I have watched laugh every time. older seasons and felt like I've watched the episode for the first time again. Yeah, even because, though we, like, you know you've seen I it I know I've seen it, yeah. I do that with a lot of shows, just because I'm forgetful. I mean, I've watched Comedy Bang Bang. 15 or 16 times through right now. Wow. And, Jesus. Oh, I watch it going to sleep. And there That's are episodes fair. where I'm like, I've never seen this episode. It's me in Adventure Time. And I I definitely have because there are parts of it I remember. But no, but, it's like this show, I think. Yeah. I think it that it's feels so, new every time you watch it. Well, I think it's because it's so short too. Yeah. And like you can watch it while doing other things that there are episodes that I've watched while doing other things that I haven't actually watched. So like when rewatching it, it's kind of a surprise, like a nice surprise to be able to be like, I've, I've definitely watched the episode, but I don't remember it. Yeah. That's, I feel like, so, like, true of, like, just a millennial experience, like, shows that you just watch in the background, Mm -hmm. and it's like, I can watch a show five times, and it's always in the background, so it's, like, still fun and exciting every single time. Yeah. All right, guys, so that was the first episode of season three. Yeah. Holy shit. I know. We've been, this is our third season. (laughs) We are 21 full episodes in at this point. Yeah. Um, 21 full episodes. Couple half episodes. Couple half episodes. Couple surprise um, episodes. One surprise episode for your birthday. (laughs) Um, Slightly buzzed in. I mean, in like a month and a half, I'll be one year year in. So our next two episodes are going to be recaps of 2018 and we have some really fun surprises in yeah store. I, one is a recap of 2018 the I, well technically is, they're both recaps yeah. but one's gonna be a lot more fun than the right. other yeah one is a podcast recap 
Um, we have a lot of fun things planned for the end of the year. For yeah, the end of the year, I'm super excited. Um, I am too. It's gonna be kind of crazy because we're both very busy. It's holiday time, so we're both really yeah. busy. Um, but we're gonna try and get this out to you on a, at least a semi regular basis. We're gonna try and get it on our regular basis. Yeah, on our regular schedule. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for season three. I can't believe we're at season three. I know, I can't either, dude. We thought we, we came up with this like at work one day in the middle of lunch, and then we just like did it. Did it, yeah. Which is not a thing that I normally do. I'm always like, let's do this, and then never do it. Mm-hmm. So the fact that we actually did this is crazy, and it's like turned into this beautiful thing with like, oh, our yeah. friends love it, and our friends come hang out, and it's really blah. Like it's really yeah developed our friendship and oh yeah totally I hate it <laughs> you don't listen to it Joe <laughs> whatever so for season three we decided we're gonna try something a little different after you know the episode so yeah we want to talk to you guys more we want to hear from you guys because obviously it's just us spewing bullshit so um, <laughs> and we want to know what bullshit you want to hear yeah so we want your bullshit. Every episode for season three, we want you guys to go on our Instagram page and tell us about, you know, comment on our photo about this episode as it comes out. Tell us your favorite Bob's Burgers episode. Like, yeah. Tell Regardless us your of the theme, tell us your favorite Bob's Burgers episode. <laughs> well, for, sorry. For, <laughs> for this, this episode. For this episode. Actually, for all episodes, it's totally fine. Just yeah. tell us your favorite Bob's, Bob's Burgers episode. <laughs> Or like your favorite song. Just tell us something that you like. Tell us something that you like about Bob's Burgers. Tell us that your favorite character is Luis because it absolutely should be Luis. But thank you guys for listening. Hopefully by the next episode, Stephanie and I will not be sick anymore. Fingers crossed. But Fingers who knows? Crossed. It's going to be winter. Fingies and... crossed. What? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Cross those fingies. Cross the fingies. Um, yeah. <clears throat> we'll see you guys soon. Yep. Let us know what you want to hear. And if you want any guests to come back. Yeah, if you've gotten any uh, guests you want to hear again, let us know because uh, we can guilt them into coming back on. We have friends. (laughs) Not including Joe. He's the worst. (laughs) I'm great. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Bye. Hey guys, it is Stephanie and Lindsay. We're doing our first final thoughts as a podcast, I guess, technically. Yeah. So um, the first Drunk and Uncultured final thoughts. We, I mean, you, we you've did. listened to several episodes of us chatting, but I don't think we've ever actually done a final thoughts together. No, you've, you've done one. Technically. I have done one. So I did one for the haunted house it was a semi advertisement but semi not like a real ad because we didn't get no paid we didn't for get it. paid it just for it plugging some of our friends yeah we we're helping out some friends um but this is our first final thoughts together yeah we so don't do this the regular podcast but us ending it yeah for the first time because we really loved this episode so yes. we wanted to talk more yeah I mean, what are we? It was six, a lot. We're six beers deep. We wanted to talk more about it. It was a lot of fun to record too. Like, yeah, it was fun editing. I this listened what... to the entire thing, the the two and a half hour episode that ended it down to an hour. This is one of my favorite episodes that we've done. Yeah, it's always fun when Joe's on. So we did Bob's Burgers, and we're going to quickly talk about Bob's Burgers. To end yes. The episode. So, <laughs> um, 
My final contributing thought was around how um, on the so on the episode, well, it got cut out, but yeah. Um, the National recorded, um, did a recording of the Thanksgiving song that Joe so graciously sang in the beginning. Yes, yeah, so the National has sang the Thanksgiving song four times now. And I think to this year was the fourth year they've done this. They've done a collaboration with Bob's Burgers every year where they sing the Thanksgiving song from the episode. And this was the first year... That they did a song where they were actually animated into a video. Yep. So this year, the National did a song called Save the Turkey. Was that right? Did I make yep. that up? No, it's that called Save right. the Turkey. That's what you pulled up. <laughs> I was like, did I make that up? That sounds right. That's it's right. Because Kill the Turkey was a couple of years ago. <laughs> right. So Kill the Turkey I was, is the song. I was paranoid that was the wrong one. Yep. No, you're right. All right, so the National sang Save the Turkey and were animated for the first time in four years of them making songs for Bob's Burgers. They were animated into the video, including their horn section. Mm-hmm. And it was a beautiful video. Yeah. It's uh, very, the National like is very sad. Starts off reminding me of a Simon and Garfunkel song. It does <laughs> sound a little Simon and Garfunkel-y. But it's a good song. Um, it it's cool. That they, it's cool that they do that. I think it's really. I cool. love that they do that annually. I yeah. thought it was just the time that they sang "Save the Turkey," but they have done um, several years of music yeah. for Bob's Burgers Thanksgiving specifically. Yep. Um, and then my final thought is that the new Thanksgiving episode actually just came out. I think this past week or the week before. It just came out, I think, the last couple of days. So, yeah, it's when called... you're hearing this, it'll be Monday the 26th. Just after Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah just after Thanksgiving. So. so, I actually watched it the day after Thanksgiving, and it's called I Bob Your Pardon. And it's about um, a turkey that was pardoned and their adventures with it. It was a really good episode. I quite enjoyed it. No songs, unfortunately. Oh, bummer. Um, but it was a good episode. The so. song... My comment about the national song definitely ties into that, though. Yeah. Um, so, final thoughts. I guess just go watch Bob's Burgers and watch every single episode ever. Um, but holiday episodes are the best, though. Their holiday episodes are the great. The greatest. <laughs> They're the great. <laughs> the goat. <laughs> Stop. Um, so, their holiday episodes are wonderful. If you didn't already pick up on that on the original part of the episode, but... They do great work, specifically, I would say. I mean, they're Halloween episodes we've Halloween, discussed. Are they great. always do a ha- like not always, but almost every season has a Halloween episode, Thanksgiving, and then a Christmas episode. Which and you don't see. There's a lot of Valentine's Day episodes. Yeah, you don't always see the holiday episodes in a lot of other television shows, yeah. specifically like animated shows. Yeah, like seeing that in Bob's Burgers is a fun time. It is. I literally went back yesterday and just watched all the holiday episodes. Um, so it was fun. Um, Bob's Burgers is a good time. It's a grot, Tim. <laughs> As our friend Trevor says. No, it's how I say. <laughs> As a grot, Tim. It's a grot, Tim. It's a grot, Tim. <laughs> All right. Um, you will hear us again. A couple of days. A couple, like maybe a week or so for what we were hoping to put out as our 
October o- book club. October slightly buzz book club, and then um, some things came up, and you know, <laughs> life time gets away from you, and life finds a way, and all of a life, sudden, uh, finds a way. <laughs> all of a sudden, it's December, and yeah, so yeah, so we'll put it up, and then you'll hear it in a couple of days. <laughs> And yep. we'll finally have our book club for you, and we'll announce the next one at the same time. <laughs> gonna figure out on the book then. <laughs> yeah, we gotta figure out some more book stuff. But all right, have fun. Um, we'll see you guys in like a week. So that was an episode. Sometimes our episodes do be like that. They sometimes it do be like that. You can keep in touch with us and follow all of our other shenanigans on our social media. We have all the socials. We've got all the social media. We are Drunken Uncultured Podcast on Facebook. We're on Twitter at Drunk Uncultured. We're on Instagram at Drunk and Uncultured. And you can send us an email if you're feeling that kind of level of in touch with us at drunk and uncultured at gmail.com i mean everybody should feel that level you of should in touch with if us. you listen to this send us an email we don't get any emails <laughs> other than miscellaneous get. advertisements and that junk. aren't related yeah. to us so send us an email so uh you can find us you can find our spotify playlist on Spotify, obviously. <laughs> Just search for Drunk and Uncultured Music on Spotify. Stephanie works very hard at curating a playlist every episode. I do. If I remember, we have some fire playlists. You can find me, Stephanie, at underscore Steph in color on Instagram. And I'm on the internets at Lindsay Sold Out. And if you liked our show, please go on iTunes or your favorite podcast service and subscribe to the show. Give us a five-star rating right meow. Like, not right now. Right meow. Right meow. And tell your friends how much you love us. And tell your friends how much you love Derek when he's (laughs) on the episode. Sometimes. You can probably hear him in the background right now, too. Um... Let us know if you have any recommendations for topics, for things that we missed. Uh, Just come talk to us because we like to hear from you guys. Yeah, if you have anything you ever want to hear us talk about on a sober segment, if you have any episode recommendations, I think we've, uh, we've got some good ideas coming up in the future. We've got some good guests. If you have heard a guest that you want us to bring back on, or if you've heard a guest that you want us to never bring on again. Let us know. We'll give us a Let us know. Also, it's season three, bitches. It's about to get weird. It's about to get real weird. See you soon.